It was for Spencer, so you know he's, that was his favorite clip we found. That is that is horrifying. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's sad and hilarious all at the same time. I, I found another search of horrible karaoke, and it lives up to its title. <laughs> is wow. that the one at the wedding where that lady is singing, and she's like really into it? No, this is just well, this girl's really into it, but it's just some chick at a karaoke bar. Oh, definitely not dressed for a wedding. Or at least not north in the northern states. Well, welcome to the happy. Yeah. Valley. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I lived in Carolina for two and a half years. Come on. <laughs> so did I. So welcome to the Happy Valley Speakeasy. Sorry. Welcome to the Happy Valley Speakeasy podcast. Uh, this is kind of a memorial show for Spencer. Only a year and a half late. Uh, we're bringing in. Via Skype, Peter, Jennifer, and Nick, and, or is it Nikki? How do you want it? Nicole. Nicole. Okay. And hopefully, Jeremy will be joining in later. Um, no real plans other than to shoot the shit for about until we get tired. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. Let, let's just remind this back. Spencer wasn't a part of this, but I remember an evening. Kimball and Pete and myself watching the wall and then the live at uh, Berlin wall in my room when we were in high school and we started talking about some like really weird stuff and we all got freaked out because the room got really cold really quick. You remember that? Vaguely? Vaguely? Um a bit. We just, like chant some just, evil spirits into the room or some crap like that. Just because of how many times we watched Pink Floyd The Wall live from Berlin that year. Oh God. God. I I remember putting that thing to a to a tape, recording it to a tape. Well, my favorite memory of watching that with you guys is the Jolt Cola night at Peter's house. Uh, and which night was that? Which night was that? That was a kind of a the a night, Saturday thing. <laughs> the night after term papers were due, so like every other student, I stayed up till four in the morning finishing my term paper. Then we'd be back. We'd be at school at six in the morning to go to the Santa Barbara Jazz Festival. Um, and well, and so I'm totally fried the whole time down there. We we play both bands, listen to another band, come back, and when we get in, into town, we decided to do a jam session that night. So we go get all the gear over to, to Chili's house. Then for some reason we take off and go to uh, uh, Alicia's, uh, not Alicia, um, your old girlfriend's. Elisa. 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 We we go to Lisa's for whatever reason, um, probably because you you want it <laughs> because of you. Um, then, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> the, we go back and jam till uh, some more till about ten thirty, and we go. We're packing up the gear, and Peter invites me to spend the night over because his mom's at, at a cheerleading convention as a supervisor. And we decided to go get some videos on the way. We, Peter goes, hey, let's get some sandwiches. And at the shop, we're getting sandwiches. They have Jolt Cola. Peter goes, hey, I tried this today. I liked it. Why don't we get some for you, too? I'd never had this stuff before. And yeah, that's because it's got more caffeine than anything you're even allowed to look at. There's more than just caffeine in the original Jolt Colas. 
there's there's sugar and other other chemicals that are probably no longer legal. Because we we watched Pump Up the Volume. I we drunk in one jolt cola and ate our sandwiches during that. And then after that, <laughs> I, that I I knocked back. It was back when I could drink a, a pan of co- a can of pop in about five seconds. I knocked back a second one. We watched Pink Floyd the Wall, but not the live from Berlin, but the actual original movie version. And mm-hmm. right at the end scene, right before the ball, the wall explodes, I'm totally seeing stuff in the wall that I should not be seeing. And I, I, Peter crawls up to point at something he's seeing, and right when he goes to touch the screen, the wall explodes, and he comes flying back. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the, the show ends. We knock, each knock back a third one, then we go in the front room and jam for about two hours until all the chemicals bleed out of our system, and suddenly we have zero energy and kind of slither our ways to the couches and die. About four hours later, Nick calls from my house with his van, wanting me to come over and wire up a stereo. And blew him off for about an hour and a half until Spencer called, because he happened to be in town for his spring break. So I go over, wire up the stereo, very blurry-eyed, and Spencer convinces us that next day to drive with him back here to St. George for spring break, for our spring break. It was a very screwed up couple days. I bet uh, when we George used to have energy, frolicking time for spring break. <laughs> Sorry, say again. I said I bet uh, St. George is a rip rollicking time for spring break for a bunch of teenagers. Back then, it actually was because it was they would uh, all the high schools Isn't it in Utah. All the high schools yeah. and colleges in Utah used to have the spring break the same week, and all the kids would come to St. George. And well, it, remember, remember. I can't imagine. Sophomore year, Kimball. What's that? Yeah, it was our sophomore year, and you and I went out camping on your property out in like Washington, out there. Yeah, in Pine Valley. In Pine Valley, yeah, and we had that, the lightning storm. Mm-hmm. And we had that well, that deer walking around our tent at three in the bloody morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a wow. that was a trip. <laughs> You notice that none of our trips just are, yeah, we went and had fun and came back. There's always some screwed up story with it. Well, it, I want to, I want to yield my time to, you know, for Jennifer. Um, Cause you have to work tomorrow morning, right? No, tomorrow I have nothing. That's why we're doing it tonight. Oh, awesome. Well then I'm not going to yield my time. <laughs> so screw you. I'm not going to yield my time. To for those listening in, Nicole and Peter are, are in California. I'm here in Utah, and Jennifer is piping in from Florida. So she'll be the most blurred by the time we're no, done with this. I'm piping in from from uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Alabama. Oh, Alabama. I, my, my apologies. The, the end of the universe. <laughs> Why did you have to think about that? Do what now? <laughs> Why did you have to think about it? You're like, um, I'm I'm in. Wait, shit, where am I? I was Because I was about <laughs> to say bumfuck, and I... Didn't want to do that on the podcast. <laughs> Too late now. I know. <laughs> it's all right. My I got a mouth like a sailor. What can I say? The two, I mean, and I'm sure that we'll get into to like, you know, more Spencer memories. But I was just talking to my mom. We were going down to the store to get stuff for our barbecue this weekend. And she was asking me about what we're doing tonight and i was just just telling her i said you know we're just going to talk about spence and she's like well what can you talk about well hold on what the hell can you talk to spence about spencer about he's dead 
Your mother's in this? I'm like, your yeah, mom's we're a doing piece of work. She was there for some of the stories. You're telling me <laughs> your mom is a piece of work. <laughs> so wow. I, just, I, I said, well, we're going to talk about, you know, like JLT. Kimball remembers JLT. <laughs> Jail time? Junior leadership training and scouts. So pretty much the same thing as prison. Can't you have to remember, there are some non-Mormons here. <laughs> yeah, like three of us. Um, yes, you grew up as one, my friend. I know, I know. Don't remind me. No offense, Kimball. Yeah, we make our own choices. No worries. But my mom was, she was just asking, she's like, well, wh what kind of memories are you talking about? And I said, well, I remember the first time I met Spencer and then when we became friends. And she's like, how would you remember that? I said, well, you have a three-legged race with a guy that's three times the size of you. And she was like, well, that's not nice. I said, no, Spencer talking about I said, I said, Mom, he's almost two years older than me. I was a friggin' like, bear cub scout. He was, like, just became a scout. And we got stuck in a three-legged race at Old Meadows Park. She goes, how do you remember that? I said, because I can still feel the bruise on my foot. <laughs> nice. Nice. But there out of the out of out of the three of us, Jen and Pete, um, I've I've known new Spencer from the time they moved into our ward in our church. Um, even as far as back as I remember watching Popeye in the movie theater at the drive-in theater in Simi Valley and my mom and dad waiting to see Kimball and Spencer's dad name roll up in the credits way back in 1980. Yep. Wow. And um, I also remember a time when Spencer thought he was the karate master. <laughs> Kimball knows this. He wasn't? Well, and you're eating pizza right now. Me? What was he, Kung Fu Panda? No, we, uh, <laughs> we ended up taking Taekwondo when I was uh, in junior high after I got jumped. And so we took it together. And he really took it to heart. Wait, yeah, you got he jumped? Did. Yeah, I was um, walking home when, uh, in uh, eighth grade. Uh, beat up by a couple of the kids in the apartment complex next to my house. In the Conejo Valley? It wasn't like a gang jump. It was just two, two punk kids. <laughs> Were they wearing like, blue you know, or red? And Spencer, they grew up in the hood, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we weren't over yeah. in Westlake Village side. We were down in T.O. <laughs> yeah, oh, the stuff. God. I mean, a lot of my friends went to T.O. High. That tells volumes right there. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, a, they're a motley sort. <laughs> motley. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember one night at, at at mutual at church youth group. Spencer was showing me all his moves and all this kind of stuff, and to this day, this finger. He is flipping off the camera for for the home viewer. I, I can't see anything, so I'm gonna take your word for it. He was showing me like a front round kick and teaching me how to block. So he had me hold my hand out. <laughs> And he kicked my hand straight on and jammed my finger. 
And to this well, day, th this knuckle is twice the size of the other of from the other side. You know what? This is this is why got this is why whenever you watch those shows about people doing stupid shit like jumping off their roof into like a baby pool and crap, it's always freaking dudes. It's never a chick that you'll see girls doing stupid shit like that. That's not true. That's not true. I've I've watched a lot of those shows. Admittedly, they're drunk and at a bachelorette party, but they do do it. Yes. I wouldn't know anything about that. My bachelorette party was at a drag club. And you're saying dumb stuff doesn't happen there? <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time. I don't, I don't doubt that. <laughs> Who remembers the albino rhino? How could I forget? My old truck. I don't. Oh, is that, is that what he's talking about? Yeah, the old 66 Ford I that Spencer and I drove in high school. Oh my God. Why don't I remember I, that? How could you know? That. I was accused several times of stealing that from the utility department. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at Westlake, where the mo most prevalent cars in the student parking lot were 86 BMWs and Mercedes. Dad's old lease returns. Yeah. Now, I had, I had a convertible LeBaron. We know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people know. Yeah. Hey, who, who can beat my car in high school the which one the van the van the, the pedophile mobile <laughs> yes <laughs> oh yeah i i the van <laughs> spencer's richter scale destroyer is what i used to call it because when that thing turned over it was like a 5.0 earthquake if you were standing like within 10 feet of it I remember coming from seminary one morning and he gave me and John Ross a ride back to school, but he had too much crap in the front seat. So we had to ride in the back. Spencer John Ross. Oh my God. He took Anyhow, me to a dance at the Mormon church. That was interesting. Do you, do you guys remember the parking lot at Westlake? doesn't did you ever drive it going 60 miles an hour yep yep spencer did that with no. me and john ross in the bed of his truck <laughs> see the second bump if you hit that while you accelerate then you can um, do a, a pit move and slide around the, the corner at the end right right <laughs> knowledge i should not have right <laughs> <laughs> None of us should have that. I mean, if you think about it, it's amazing we all made it to our 40s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, you didn't have, Jen, you didn't have the personal relationship that I had with the Willard family. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you how many times that their mom would try to mow me down in front of their house in that big-ass blue Ford van that they had. Moving target. Yes. Why Why would she try to mow you down? This is the Willard family. He'd be there in front of our house and moving target. She would do it just to have fun. She. We'd be like out of... They lived at, the, at a dead end. Was it, was it Morrow Drive? Uh, Fremont Drive. Fremont Drive. So their house is at the dead end, and we'd be out in front, you know, on our skateboard or, you know, 
doing whatever. And all of a sudden, you just start hearing a car come up the street. And maybe about 200 yards from the house, you just hear this coming right at you. And we all stand there. There'd be me and Spencer and Kimball and Marin and Lillian and going, holy shit. Kimball's mom's lost her mind. And she'd just come howling up and then slam on the brakes. And she'd get out and start hooing and hawing and laughing and the whole thing. Well, Jennifer, you never you never met mom, but she is well, no. insane. I mean, there was one time she she takes us. <laughs> Your to, mom's whole family's insane, <laughs> Kimball. She she um, takes us to drop us off our scout camp. We had forgotten something. We're in the white truck, and my mom lays smoke from the front of the church down to um, Thousand Oaks Boulevard and up to the light, just trying to be, get out of there to get back to the house to get whatever we forgot. Mm. Do you awesome. remember the prank we pulled on your mom? Which one? <laughs> when my dad had the car phone, oh. we we had like a we had like a band something at Los Cerritos, and my dad picked us up with your mom, totally expecting my dad to bring you and and you and Spencer. Spencer was there, I think, too. So we called your mom. We were parked outside your house. We called your mom from the car phone, <laughs> and you told her that that, that that my dad forgot you guys. And she came barreling out of the house like like Frankenstein's bride with her hair <laughs> on fire and a pitchfork up her ass. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. We had so much... I don't know, I would, back then I would think it was, I, I thought we were like these horrible children, and now I see these kids today, this whole millennial, and hey, we don't, were... don't we, bag. <laughs> Welcome, Jeremy. We were, hey, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Did, What's did, up? did you really just say these kids today? <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. <laughs> Those young whippersnappers. No respect for the elderly. <laughs> Thank God. I see. I, I see your family values have rubbed off on your son, Kimball. Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. The last time I saw Jeremy and your kids, you guys, you guys stopped by when I lived in Newhall, and they were so nice and fun. And small. Yes. And small. <laughs> I'm the only one here with no kids. That's crazy. No, I don't have kids. <laughs> you are a kid. <laughs> Gimbal has spawn. They all inherited the, the hall side of the family. Oh, my God. No, I, no I, I do want you to define what you mean by the hall side of the family. Okay. Define it legally. That's just okay. crazy. Um, let me think. I'm thinking of a service project. We were doing Gramp on the trees. Uh, yeah, we were <laughs> we were clearing a yard for some uh, a family member in the church, and your <laughs> grandfather, who at the time I thought was as old as friggin' Lazarus, 
up 60 feet in a tree, cuts the tree, it falls on the power lines directly above mine and Spencer's head. The live power line drops between Spencer and I, and your grandpa looks down and goes, damn, I missed, and then continues <laughs> cutting the tree. And then he was stuck up there for like two hours waiting for the power department to get down there and kill the line so he get down safely. Yep. <laughs> He did the same thing at my house. We had a windstorm, and we had this big, tall juniper uh, on the, at the top of the driveway, and it broke, fell on my dad's car, and then your grandpa, and who else came out? I think it was your dad, and I think it was Walt Schwartz, came out and like cut the tree down, and when they cut it, it fell into my neighbor's yard, and then they left. <laughs> They're helpers. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you saying, Jeremy? Is stay out of trees. I'll I'll try my very best. Yeah, yeah. You're Kimball's saying, <laughs> yeah, don't go up into high places. They're bad on your health. Yes, I am saying. Hi, that. Alex. So you can see everything. I can't see you people at all. Yes, we can see no, Peter. how many times no, Peter, you we, keep we can't getting see up and leaving the room because we're not apparently <laughs> keeping your attention. And I must say, Tabasco sauce on boogers really works good. You could have at least shaved, Pete. I did shave. <laughs> I don't want to know where. Listen, buddy. Oh, don't be jealous. <laughs> Speaking of shaving. Wow, let's not go there. What, that that's totally something Spencer would have said for sure, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> that man was a pervert. I'm not, Kimball, Jeremy, I I, I want to apologize right now up front. I'm apologizing, okay. Spencer I'm, and Kimball were the only two people that I knew growing up that were going bald in eighth grade. <laughs> No, that's just Spencer. I didn't start that's going not bald. True. I didn't start going bald till nineteen. That's not true. You knew yeah, my, you my had... Jimmy was going bald. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, well, yeah, no, that's true. Jimmy, I didn't. Jimmy, I didn't meet until I was in high school. I'm talking like junior high, and Spencer had a little thing going on right here, and had more body hair than. I ever want to see ever in my life again. Yeah, he was a hairy beast. I remember one time when we were sharing a room at our house on Fremont Drive, and he comes out of the bathroom and been bored and had parted his hair across his whole body. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. That's horrific. Spencer. You really have no idea just how bad it was just for me saying it. You really don't. <laughs> Oh my God. I spent many a night and weekend at your house growing up and the same you guys spending the night here. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Trust me. I've I've always said I got a, I got very lucky in the fact that I can see my my back. Listen, there's there's no yeah, Spencer was, There's, once you got past Spencer's head, he was just an even mat of hair from the neck down. Yes. 
there's there's okay. nothing I mean I, I could Pete will know I, I after growing up with Spencer and staying the night at his house I needed to see a Disney movie <laughs> <laughs> I love that phrase. I got to remember that one. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I'm quoting Pete after we saw Alien Covenant last weekend. <laughs> dude, seriously? Oh, this <laughs> After rough. we watched the film, I'm like, dude, I need to watch a Disney movie. I completely agree. It's fabulous movie, though. He would good. come out. I'd be still asleep. He'd like wake up at five, six, five or six in the morning, take the shower, take a shower, and then come out, and he'd have the towel around his waist, and yeah. That's enough. All I have to say. <laughs> Couldn't tell where the hair stopped and the towel began, or if there was actually even a towel. There wasn't just the hair moved around. Listen, the problem is when you started. There was a remake of the Planet of the Apes before Tim Burton even made the attempt. <laughs> the problem was when he started shaking to dry off. That's that's when it got bad. Yeah, when he had to use a hair dryer on his body. <laughs> oh my God! Can we please stop talking about man hair? I'm gonna throw that dog. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, listen. You've always, you've always, you know, you're you voluntarily uh, connect- joined this conversation. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking of, you know, how Jen would always send Spencer articles about Florida, things in the Florida. state that keeps on getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, th- we had good laughs about that stuff. Um, it, it was just, it was one of those weird things because we would talk about it before I moved to Florida and he would always say, you know, like the weirdest news comes out of the state of Florida, like it has the strangest people. And when I was first there, I, I lived in this area that was really nothing like the rest of Florida. Like apparently all that stuff happens around the Orlando and Tampa area, which are where all the, the sunshine rednecks are. And, um, that and the panhandle. And, um, but it was just, it was so strange. And then all of a sudden, like the set, and I never really noticed what he was talking about until I moved there. And then when I moved there, every day in my news feed would come up something in the Palm Beach Post that would talk about, um, you know, some, like the guy who was doing the, um, what the hell was that, that drug that everybody was, Math, math. like bath beads or something like that. Oh, ba- oh yeah. bath salts. Bath salts. Bath salts. Bath salts. Yeah, and the oh, guy yeah, and like cannibal. that dude's face. Yeah, remember that? Right. One. Crazy ass stuff. And so I started just posting it on Facebook with the hashtag Florida, the gift that keeps on giving, and that was Spencer's hashtag <laughs> that he started. And so every time I would find some crazy, and it can't just be something horrifying or something. It brutal just, or whatever. It just it had to be something completely screwed up. You just question if the people are actually human, like <laughs> extraterrestrial crap, you know? And you're like, oh my God, those people totally have had their brain probed before. <laughs> and um, and so, and then after Spencer passed, I, I just started, I kept doing it and I would post them on his, his Facebook until I, I believe Shana memorialized his Facebook page if I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. But um, so I can't post anything on on his stuff anymore. So now I just I started. So after he passed, I started using the hashtag, his his hashtag of Florida, the gift that keeps on giving. And then I add the hashtag still amusing Spencer, because I know somewhere he's laughing his ass off when I come across these 
these news feeds and stuff from Florida. Like, I, I know he's still laughing about it. But we, we found some really crazy stuff. Well, talking about that, um, when we started talking about doing this this memorial podcast, I started collecting a few news items since he was the one that really encouraged me to do the news bender, as he called it. Uh-huh, so, fantastic. So if you don't mind, I'll go and do the news bender real quick. Absolutely. Uh, it turns out the CIA did some experimentation in trying to turn a cat into a cyborg spy by implanting it with microphone antenna batteries under the skin. Mm-hmm. They yeah. spent $13 million doing this. And the the doctors doing it were praised by the CIA for their they were they were trying to send the cats into 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 Russia. Nice. That sounds wow. like something that you, Spencer, and I would have tried to done <laughs> in your grandparents' garage with all of your your dad's special effects gear when you lived when uh, they went on their mission. No, because y'all would never have harmed an animal. Y'all, um, <laughs> not a live one. <laughs> <laughs> um, depends Nick, on the animal. If it's Nick, scorpion I, I, I do think you need a you need a yeah. Nick, Nick, to get fire ribbon thrown on it. Nick, I think you need you know to tell the cat story. You know animals I had to sleep with to get this to get this disturbed. <laughs> Nick, do you remember the cat story driving home in the albino rhino? Vaguely. Vaguely, I, I I do remember a cat story, not the specifics, but yeah, cat. I believe rhino. I believe that Spencer yeah. was was driving. Um, we're we're coming home. I believe it was on herbs. It's like eleven at night. Nobody's there, and we come up to a dead cat in the road. We didn't kill. It was already there, but you wanted to get the tires of the truck right up against it and have Spencer gun gun the the truck. Oh yes, I remember that. And yes. so the whole time he's going, okay, a little farther forward, a little farther forward, a little farther forward, jagunk. Too far, go back, jagunk. Go forward, jagunk. Go back, jagunk. We go back and forth over this poor cat like six or seven times, totally tenderizing it. So when we finally get line where you want it, yeah, Spencer gunned the tires. What was left was hash. I mean, it was just, it was just so disturbing. There we go. Big, big thing of fur. So no, we. Hang on a second. Kimball, you know that I work at the Humane Society, right? No, I didn't. This is so <laughs> weird. This was the messed 90s. up. <laughs> yeah, this was the most messed 90s. up story ever. It was messed up. Do not try this at home, listeners. It was messed up. <laughs> All three <Wow>. of them. <laughs> wow. Whose phone is vibrating? Damn it. Sorry. I had to. <laughs> Take off the Skype from the computer and put it on my phone. I did stuff. Sorry. <laughs> Peter broke the internet. Did you wipe at least? So, Kimball, where did this where did this cyborg cat thing come from? Is, and and are we sure that that's the legitimate story? Oh yeah. Did it's, you get it on World Daily News yeah. or something? No, no, Daily Mail. Out of Britain, out of London. The UK Daily Mail. Oh. My oh. mom's favorite newspaper. Here's another one from them. Man 65 charged with murdering his girlfriend 60 claims she accidentally choked to death while giving him oral. <laughs> well then. Now Jennifer to answer your I question. I caught a fish this big. <laughs> now Jennifer, you were asking me if it was okay to talk about sexual stuff on the podcast? <laughs> He's so much Monty. Oh, 
my god. You can't write this stuff. Oh my god. Well, somebody did your reading it. <laughs> I mean it from a uh, making it up for comedy purposes. It's too stupid. Oh, wow. Just wow. Here's one that I, don't, I have no comments for that. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm sure you probably do, but they're probably <laughs> not. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is our podcast FCC regulated? Oh, no. It's have to be. I wonder if it was kosher at that. <laughs> I don't know the kosher laws for that and I never investigated. Oh, man. Please Let's... tell me that. Was that your closer or do you have oh, something no. better? I've got more. <laughs> okay. Dance mom star Abby Lee Miller sobs as she gets a year and a day in prison for fraud. The 50-year-old admits she is a laughingstock as judge jails her for hiding $755,000 in earnings that she did not report to the IRS. And if you've ever seen that show, Dance Stars, it's pedophiles on ice. It's the creepiest show. And the only reason I've watched it is because I have a wife. And I ask her, I beg her to turn it off every damn time she turns it on. Yeah, my what mom. show are you talking about? Dance Moms. It's a show about kids that are oh, in yeah. the, the high-pressure oh, dance group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I've, n- I've never seen one episode, thank God. The fat it's lady who's who screaming. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's the closest thing to watching domestic violence on TV. <laughs> I thought that was the Real Housewives of Atlanta. That, too. I'm just saying for kids. Okay. kids. Well, it, it's domestic abuse combined domestic with pedophilia. Kids. That sounds lovely. <laughs> Ironically, on TLC. (laughs) Uh, Well, you're learning. I'm sure you're learning a lot there. What not to do when you have children. This next one. How not to get pregnant when you're 16 (laughs) and how not to be a stage mom. Yeah. Now, now here's the one I actually should have read before the last one. I do apologize. I had it out of order. Nebraska chef who hired more than 75 prostitutes to strip on his neighbor's porch as he masturbated from across the street is arrested in the middle of a suicide attempt. Nice. <laughs> there's there's like so many levels on that one. I don't even know if I understand this story. <laughs> there, there, this is like a story within a story. Just think about the, just think Wait, about the, the amount of... Was he trying cord- to commit suicide by masturbating? Or was... I don't understand. <laughs> I actually don't think that the two stories are directly related other than the fact that it's about the same guy. I was going to say, it, is, this the story, is this the same guy from the first story? No. Is that a chronological <laughs> tell of what just happened? Yeah. It would be so much better if that happened in Florida. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> wow. Just, wow. Nintendo addicts rejoice. Firm's classic gaming franchise, Legend of Zelda, is going to smartphones for the gaming oh nerds out there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Wait, is that news? Yeah, that's news. Well, especially with how much money they made off of um, the, the Pokemon Go game. Yeah, that's news. Wait, so they're going to make it like a Pokemon Go type of thing? Yep. So, well, they haven't so said... What, w- instead of collecting Pokemon, you're collecting stupid pots and breaking them? I mean... They haven't said exactly what the gameplay is, just that they are in development of some mobile app for it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that, Nerds that, Night. That reminds me of a little story. Uh, it doesn't pertain to Spencer, but it re- pertains to Kimball. 
he Campbell made me watch him win Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, I don't remember that. You did. We sat there for four friggin' hours <laughs> and I watched you win Zelda. So you were like handcuffed to the, the bedpost or <laughs> I don't know. It, it was right after Zelda came out, maybe like, I don't know, a month or so. We had just got back from the ski trip from youth group. And why I remember it is because I had bought these really killer sunglasses and I rode my bike down to your house um, and I lost them at your house. Kimball, it is shocking to me you ever found a wife with that story. (laughs) (laughs) You should listen to all the podcasts. There's some worse stories that would even more more greatly shock you that Jeremy lives. Way worse. (laughs) (laughs) I remember how Kimball met his wife. I was there. Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) During that that one that what week week and a half you that Nick um, Nick was at Dixie. Yep, the two weeks I was there, I actually met Michelle first because Kimball was, he had not got back from his Super Mario Brothers gig. Uh, And I had moved in with Meryl. Um, We got our apartment, we got it all set up, and I met Michelle and Kathy. And before, like, before Kimball got back, I I spent the evening with Michelle. We didn't do anything. We just kind of sat there. We listened to some Genesis, and we talked about, you know, life and stuff like that. <laughs> but the funny thing was, is Michelle and I kind of, like, fizzled out after two days. And it was right before Meryl hucked a knife at me, reason why I came back home. Um, I come out to get a drink out of the kitchen and I turn and there's Kimball and Michelle sitting on the couch doing the exact same thing I did with Michelle like a week before. Listening to Jennifer? <laughs> they, were, they were sitting there talking. I don't know what they were doing, but they were sitting there talking together and I was like, okay. I was going to say, man, you know, no, picking up chicks listening to Genesis is not a good thing. I mean, between Zelda, Super Mario Brothers, and listening to Genesis, I'm questioning how I'm even friends with you guys. Oh, it's it's worth. <laughs> we weren't listening to Genesis. We started watching um, Fern Gully. The, the that's oh my, oh my god! You're making this worse, Kimball. Just stop. Stop while you're ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I said it gets worse. I don't know what's worse than Fern Gully. Seriously. Uh, I found a follow-up to the um, to the the news article about the guy claiming his girlfriend choked. <laughs> yes, change of subject. Change of subject. Get away from Fern Gully. Attorneys battle battling in court over murder suspect's desire to show the jury his penis, which he claims uh, his girlfriend sixty accidentally <laughs> choked on while giving a moral. He's trying to u- be able to show himself as evidence in court. You know That's what? Amazing. You that you've got to give him credit for being inventive. I mean, come on. That is fantastic. <laughs> Judge, you want to see a murder weapon? <laughs> Check this. Seriously, because you because this out, y'all. If it was seriously that big, he could actually have. He could actually win that case. 
Especially if the judge was a, does it say if the judge was a woman or not? Uh, it didn't say. <laughs> well, you know, see, here's the thing. I mean, he gets, he gets convicted. He could actually file an appeal and say that the court refused to allow him to admit evidence. Exactly. <laughs> Is he allowed to take him to prison with him? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just about to register as a lethal weapon. <laughs> Jesus age. Wife hired a hitman who shot her husband dead for a $900,000 life insurance policy after her plot to poison him failed. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed. With her cooking. Oh, do you, you know what? That reminds me of that other news story. <laughs> that, guy, that reminds me. That guy who um, accidentally uh, shot his wife with a crossbow in the garage and she lived. And then six months later, he accidentally shot her again with the same fucking cross. <laughs> Isn't that an episode of Law and Order or something? <laughs> no, it's a true story. NCIS. Really I mean, I'll be back in a second. I have to step away. I'll be back in a second. Okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if my if my husband shot me with a crossbow, I can pretty much say that that would be the end of that relationship. <laughs> Yeah, because my wife has forbidden me to have a crossbow. I've tried. <laughs> nice. So she read the article, too. <laughs> oh, our life insurance isn't that good, though. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I... It would have to be a lot more than a $900,000 insurance policy. Well, it depends a whole lot on where you live. Given I was going to say, <laughs> out here, that ain't going to get you squat. Well, exactly. <laughs> but, he's, he's worth more alive than dead at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, wow. I'm trying so to think. Wrong. I'm trying to think of a number that would be worth murdering my husband. For. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to come up with the with with what direction you're going to go to to accomplish said task. Well, I mean, and and is there like a formula? Like, all right, well, I live in Huntsville. Cost of living's about you know right here. <laughs> so take into account inflation. <laughs> There's a whole lot of accounting that has to be going. I want to put a $973,000 policy on my husband. Right. That'd be an amazing app to calculate all that. (laughs) (laughs) I like where you're going with this. I might have to work on this next couple weeks. (laughs) But Kim, you had no experience that it it won't go on the Apple store, but it'll make it onto the Google Play store. (laughs) Jennifer, did you hear about that, uh, about my, my game that Apple denied? No, huh? It's a, a game I had Peter do the music for um, called Cackmaster and Hurlboy. The, the concept of it is you're on top of a building running back and forth trying to throw up on people below. And if you hit a cop, you die. That's the end of the game. And it has some okay. really great sound effects that go along with it. And when I submitted it to, I built it for Android and Apple. When I submitted it to the Android store, Within a half hour, it was up, re- available. When I submitted it to the Apple store, they sent back an email saying, no, this is too disgusting. Kama <laughs> Sutra is okay, but you can't throw up on people. Yeah. Yeah, but the Kama Sutra, it can be useful debatably. 
Jeremy. You're, you're, Jeremy. Your app has no I, use. I, I Jeremy, just, you're I not married. I don't want to hear this. I can't even. You're someone's kid. Like, I can't even. <laughs> so, I can't go there. So you're not married. I don't want to hear this from you. <laughs> what? I said, you're not married yet. I don't want to hear this from you. No. <laughs> It's study. It's he's studying. You know, he's prepping for the final. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow! Wow. Hey Jeremy, I can see you now. Yeah, I figured out that I didn't have it on. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God! Well, Kimball. Kimball, at least you don't have to waste all that money on college tuition because clearly Jerry didn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jerry, you want to tell her about yeah. your college tuition? Still paying it. <laughs> His one semester. A millennial that doesn't know how to work a video chat on Skype, I'm really questioning the future <laughs> of our planet. I Damn. use FaceTime, so <laughs> Skype's awful. Wow. Well, only because you're on an iPad. Yeah, there's that. To be fair, though, his video is a lot smoother than Jen's or Nick's. So, and Kimball is just refusing to show himself on my phone. So, oh, I'm, I'm well, using. We don't need to see it. I'm, I'm using um, Jeremy's old computer that doesn't Kimball have a, doesn't a camera. On it. Oh yeah, sure, Kimball. You know, you're just sitting there in your underwear. At my mom's Whatever. house, you know that's, it. That's a, that's a catfish excuse. I, my camera doesn't work. No, there is no camera. <laughs> Believe me, I know all about that. I sense a story. No, I, I can just tell you, Spence and I you spent many, many a night talking about my dating disasters. He got great amusement from my miserable existence well you know there's also location 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 i mean come on huntsville alabama has the largest number of phds per capita in the united states that is shocking yeah it's because of the defense program and missile and nasa and the self-jpl everyone here is an engineer phd in engineering and, and then, they like, have a really good taco truck. Yes, they have. They do <laughs> have the a taco great truck. truck. The infamous taco truck. No, yeah, the you, taco have to, you have to understand. Ten years in Nashville. Yeah. The closest thing to like anything authentic Mexican you could get was like chilies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So My sister. When, when I started going, when I started my divorce and um, Jen let me stay with her, um, she took me to this taco truck. Was it was actually a converted bus. Mm-hmm. And I had some of the best carne asada that I had <laughs> in 10 friggin' yes. years. It's the best Mexican food since I left California that I've had. Wow. And it's a school, it's a literally a school bus converted into a taco stand. Plenty of room to to move around. <laughs> not, not yeah, not. <laughs> well, it's better than, than most of the barf wagons. Well, the roach coaches, the roach yep. coaches. Yep. Yeah. 
My sister lived in uh, Vermont for like a year or two. She said that she actually went into the local Taco Bell and they actually said, do you want guacamole with that? <laughs> no, whoa, whoa, whoa. The day, the, sec, the, it was like the second day I was in Tennessee, I went to Taco Bell. And I went up and everybody that was working there was Hispanic. And I walked up, I said, um, uh, numero cuatro, por favor, uh, grande, whatever. I've lost some of my restaurant Spanish, but I ordered it Spanish. And this little Mexican girl goes, honey, I don't know why you're trying to speak to me in Spanish, but we don't talk Spanish here. (laughs) (laughs) Me talk pretty someday. Yeah. Reminds me when I I worked at McDonald's in Thousand Oaks, you got hired as a cashier and they, they literally told me the day I got hired, the reason you got, you're getting hired is because you speak English. And there's one night, there's two of us at the register, at far ends of the register, me and, and a, a, a Latinos on, on the other side. And the entrance in there, the lobby had a door on either side of the lobby. A white couple comes in the door right in front of us. A Me- Mexican couple comes in front of the door in front of the other guy at the same time. They cross over and the Latino guy doesn't speak much English. The couple in front of me didn't speak so English. And so they, they chose to be completely confused in trying to order, <laughs> order their meal. Kimball, Pete, Jennifer, mm-hmm. Jeremy, you don't really understand Thousand Oaks. This place has changed. It has changed. <laughs> it has, listen, in, when I was in Tennessee, people drove the speed limit. They were polite. Okay, when they were in a parking lot, they drove casually. They walked quick. <laughs> it is so the opposite here now. I I remember Thousand Oaks, but I don't. Everybody here has turned into the biggest fucking asshole. It's because all those people from L.A. moved there. It's become a complete yuppie mecca. Yeah, it has. Unfortunately, I can tell you that they're all moving towards you, Jen. They're moving towards Nashville. It's it's insane. It is so insane. I I know I'm home, but I feel like I've lost my hometown. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that started a while ago, honestly, because yeah. there got there got the point, you know, where I hated driving in there to go, because you know my uncle still is there. Uh, mm-hmm. My mom was there, but you know it. It sucks going into TO, man, especially Westlake. Where Where are you now? Me, Chatsworth. Yeah. Where? Chatsworth. He's it's in the valley. The, oh, Chatsworth. Yeah. Northwest, yeah okay. northwest corner of the San Fernando Valley. I know where Ch- I I know where Chatsworth is. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Honestly, I have to tell people who live out in the valley where it is. It's the it's, porn it's, capital of the world. Jennifer, well, everybody thinks that's Canoga Park. Jennifer, <laughs> Peter's a Peter's a Valley girl now. Right, right. Oh yes, yes, yes. Hey Pete, you haven't well. chimed in. <laughs> you haven't chimed in on your best uh, Spencer story. Pete, uh, me thinking, yeah, thinking. My my best Spencer story. Oh gee, yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
And I, I, I hung out with Kimball and Nick more than I did with Spencer. Spencer used to give me shit all the time. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I can relate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, our sophomore year um, band festival down in San Diego, where it was oh. Nick, Pete, me, and Spencer sharing a room in, in the hotel. <laughs> Peter's or Nick's holding up the sign of the cross. Not stories you want to go into there, Nick. Is this the Dracar story or the tub story? A Dracar. No, no, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about the Dracar story. Was that the time that the choir and the band went together? Uh huh. Yes. yes. Yep. Yes. You were there, oh, right? Oh my goodness. Okay. And for, I mean, that was it was myself ashley was in choir kelly shannon was in choir i think it was the three of us and josh frank was in choir and we had to they had the band part at one part of san diego and they had the choir part in the other part of san diego yeah i remember we had they needed to separate us <laughs> yeah for good I, reason i just remember I remember the Dracar story and I remember a lot of other stuff, you know, but I remember being pulled from like the concert band competition. Like we had just finished being rushed over to the choir competition and assuming that I had the snare drum that I had to have for the, my little choir part for like concert choir or something like that. Alan Rose lost his fucking mind. And they sent one of the chaperones back to go get a snare drum from Ken for their for the concert choir thing. It was a nightmare. But it was vocal ensemble. Yes, vocal. Mm-hmm. I remember. But what are go you on with your story, your Kimball. Ear? Because what? What are you sticking in your ear? This you keep is sticking. I'm scratching. Oh, I never it looks like you're sticking. <laughs> I know the memory's in there somewhere. <laughs> there it is. Hold on. I must Freaking Dumbledore. We're going to pull it out of his head. No, I, I have acrylics on, so there's it, they're very smooth. And when I scratch, it doesn't work. So I have something sharp. So I scratch. <laughs> Please put something sharp in your head. Nobody freaking cares, Nick. Kimball, please continue with your story that I do not remember. <laughs> well, I, I just bring that up as a point to start from. I, now, remind me with the Dracar story. I can't remember what the Dracar story is. Okay. Pete, would you like to take that? Oh, I, I, sorry, I was talking to Julie. What was that? The Dracar story? The Dracar story. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So now, okay. Let me let me preface this. Okay. I am the one who made this story famous, but it was Brady Farron. <laughs> the that was before the story's even told. The whole damn thing. So, wow. so I I don't remember like where we were headed. I remember we we're all headed out to one of the competitions, and. You know, we're all getting dressed. Nick puts on, you know, his cologne in the room, so no big deal, you know. And Dracar, obviously, right out of the bottle is very, very strong. 
So nobody really thought anything about it. Get in the elevator. Uh, I forgot who else was in the elevator. Was it wasn't it, wasn't it like Heather and all them? Yep. It was like like our group group of people. And the doors close, and after like five seconds, people are gagging <laughs> because the, the smell of Drakkar is so overpowering. People were crying. <laughs> And they were crying. Smell of the eighties, dude. It's the smell of the eighties. Yeah, they were crying not because they were like, it was. It was so strong. It was making people's eyes water. Smells yeah. like Teen Spirit with about Drakkar Noir. <laughs> okay, now you have to understand this. Hi, Alex. Hello. The Drakkar bottle at the time didn't have the little sprayer on it so it was just basically a little hole so i didn't like putting my finger on it and going like this i would actually put it on my neck and <laughs> you're so like I a roll on ten times the dose. see in nick's shower there's hot there's cold and there's your car that's the lady Farron part of the whole story <laughs> oh man because yeah, that... it's like you bathed in it yeah. <laughs> Brady it, it Farron, was... nothing on me. Brady Farron was like, you could smell him coming from half the campus away. Because I liked it. <laughs> Listen, my third wife liked it too. That doesn't mean I shower in it anymore. You know anymore. what? It was like 1989. What the hell do you want from me? The 89 was that 90. It was 90. I was going to say, it must have been 90. 89, 90. But yeah. Yeah, because we were we yeah. were freshmen in uh, 88, 89. Yep. Yeah. 89, 90. Memories. Memories. No kidding. Wow. Nope. There is a band trip that I remember that, oh, well, there's two, but the one that Kimball was involved in that had us scared shitless. Spencer wasn't part of that story, so I don't know if we really need to go into it. No, but I just remember you sleeping with your eyes open. Oh, my God. Two. Oh, God. Kimball, remember when we went no. to Arrowhead? Sleep, yep. Sleeping with his eyes open on the floor like this. Seriously. Arms crossed. What? And with yeah. his eyes open, Nick and I were like, is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... You try poking him with a stick or something. You just. We'll see. And, and, and it that didn't help be. that my my face was half hidden in shadow from just wh where the dresser was from the, and the light and all that. And my from what I understand, my mouth was partly open, so my face looked ashen and looked like I had fangs, and my eyes were open. <laughs> hey, listen, Spencer did the same thing when we went to. Um, Little Bighorn. Remember, Kimball? Mm -hmm. It was our, our first mm -hmm. summer camp in Scouts. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget that trip. Oh, with the raccoons the first night? Well, that and I was tenting with, with Tony Johnson, and everybody was pranking Tony Johnson. And because I was in the same tent, I got all the, tr the pranks as well. Yeah. But I just I remember one, it was like an afternoon where we didn't have to do any, like, merit badge things it was like a free time and spencer decided he was going to take a nap so we were all out in the campsite it was you know me and justin peepgrass john ross 
Sean Richardson. I think you were there, Tony Johnson. And it was like dinner call or something like that. It was like five o'clock. And there's no Spencer. So we're all yelling for Spencer. Nobody decides to go look in his tent because that would be the most logical place to go look. <laughs> so we're all looking around the campsite. We walked down like six, 700 yards away from our campsite. We couldn't find him. We're all yelling a name. And Sean Richardson and I finally decided, let's look in the tent. We open the tent. Spencer is flat on his back. His eyes open, his mouth completely dropped open with drool coming out the side. <laughs> Asleep. We thought he was dead. <laughs> Justin Peepgrass's dad was a doctor and was one of our chaperones. So he went into doctor mode <laughs> and started checking him out. And he just woke up and said, why are you bothering me? <laughs> like, Spencer, you've been asleep for four hours with your damn eyes open. <laughs> it was, I don't know. It, it's Jeremy, your family's weird. Oh, don't I know? Jeremy, do you sleep with your eyes open? No, I didn't get that trait. But clutching your pillows tight. Uh, no, but Taylor and Ethan sometimes do. Yep. That's so disturbing. It oh, is disturbing. When I was was married about four months, um, Michelle and I have been having a conversation laying in bed, and then things go quiet, and I end up falling asleep, but my eyes are still open. She goes back into the conversation and is going, for, I guess, for like 15 minutes, and then asks me a question, and I don't answer. She thinks I'm being sarcastic and starts smacking me because I'm not answering it. Then... I wake up and tell you I was asleep and she starts smacking me more because I fell asleep when she was <laughs> yeah, talking to me. Yeah, you got in trouble for that. You totally <laughs> got in trouble for that. <laughs> We're doing That's hilarious. Oh my God. That's funny. Do you blink? <laughs> <laughs> when you're sleeping and your eyes are open, do you still blink? Believe it or not, <laughs> I don't asleep, know. How is he going to know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, anybody ever watch you while you're sleeping and your eyes are open? Do they tell you if you blink or not? You realize how how creepy that conversation would be. It's so weird. It's just, you know how creepy it is to sleep with your eyes open? <laughs> it only happens when I'm really tired, <laughs> which Jeez. sounds odd enough. Yeah, it's weird. Now, I also remember from that scout camp, there was another troop that just singled Nick out and was just chasing you around, picking on you, just giving you grief the whole time. And like Thursday, oh, I think um, Nick just dropped out. Cool. Nick just left. Wait, uh, wait. Mm. He'll be back. Yeah, I want him back on. Come back. I want I want him back on when I hear as I tell this story. Oh my goodness! Oh, uh, he's left. Now we can tell all sorts of whole, horrible <laughs> things. <laughs> now we can get the real truth behind those stories about Spence and him. Oh, sorry. Oh dang, his connection must have died, as he was saying earlier. That, as parents' place right now, and there's two cousins that are gamers. 
Oh, if they're on, yeah, if they're online. They'd... And they can't get off until for the time he's on here. How old nope. are they? Oh, looks like we're com- we're back. Hi, Nick. Hi, ah, he's back. I'm uh, sorry. My nephews are like my oldest nephew Byron is at work, and he left his frigging computer on, <laughs> sucking eighty percent of the bandwidth in the house. So anyway, and now you're not all jumpy. So anyway, the story now that I, the story I was starting to tell, this other troop was just on your case the whole week. And finally, the Thursday of that week, we're going to lunch and they're, they think they've got you cornered alone and they're just on you the whole time, just bashing you, bashing you, bashing you. You get your food and you go off and sit in the corner away from everybody and their entire troop sits all around you. And they just keep on you and keep on you, keep on you. And it was mainly, and it was being led by one kid there. And finally, you stand up and empty your whole tray in the guy's face. Their whole troop stands up, ready to go at it, not realizing that our entire troop surrounded them. And so our whole troop stands up, and you know they just look around like, oh yeah, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, hmm. I remember Both that. Boy Scouts. Yeah. Yeah, we were known, even though we're an LDS Boy troop. Scouts getting into a brawl. <laughs> oh, Lord of the Flies. You have, you have no idea. You have no oh, idea Lord. what Troop 752 used to do to other troops at summer camp. Do you remember Miramichi the first year, Kimball? See, because we were an LDS troop, they didn't like us traveling on Sunday, and that was when Scout Tramp, the Scout Camp would start. So we would always travel on Saturday. Oh, what scout tramps? Yeah, something's our brand out asked. And so we, we would go up on Saturday and get set up. And when we say get set up, we would um, put traps all around our camp. And so then Sunday morning we have service, Sunday afternoon the camp actually starts. And then during the week we would challenge a different troop to a game at right at dusk of Capture the Flag, which seems fairly innocuous except for the pits, the choke lines, uh, all the other – other um, booby traps what? that we put all around our scout camp. <laughs> like I said, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> so, so which He's one was Piggy? He's got the conch. <laughs> Listen, there was, I think it was the second year we went to Miramichi because I remember Dan Ross being there. Spencer had, had aged out at that point, I think. But there was one troop. We had like kicked everybody's ass in the in the troop competitions every day. And we had to do a troop yell before we went to dinner. And we like totally messed with this one troop, called them pansies and faggots and the whole thing in this song. And we didn't eat. Yep. <laughs> we were invited to go back to our camp. <laughs> yeah. Because you were rude. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. 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 That's disgraceful. And it was so cutthroat, though. And that year, we weren't just screwing with the other camps. We were also screwing with the, with the camp counselors. And we had one friend that, well, it was a girl that worked in the kitchen that Nick had been hitting on the whole time that forewarned us. Lindsay. <laughs> of remembers. course he remembers her name. <laughs> of course he does. I remember her name because she lived in Lindsay, California, and we actually wrote to each other for about a year. I'm sure that's the reason why. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Kimball. <laughs> and she forewarned us that, or forewarned Nick, who forewarned the rest of us, that the counselors were planning on attacking us with water balloons right after the sun went down. And so we took all of our dome tents and circled them around with us laying in, on the ground in the center so we had protection. And then down by the path, we had a bunch of water balloons and coolers and pitchers of waters with people hidden. So, um, so, you know, we're all just sitting around the camp. So we yell, incoming! When all those balloons come in, do, 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 hitting around our tents. And as soon as the first barrage stops, we go chasing after these counselors and just hitting them constantly. And, and you know, they got doused with, with the pitchers of water, just pelted up, up one side down the other. And we hit the, the where the path hits a big curve. Um, we all backed off knowing that because we had another guy who was acting as a scout, and we knew that the head of the entire camp was coming down the trail. So we cut out right when these counselors take the, the, the bend, basically running right into the head guy, and he's wondering what the hell they're out there doing, running around, and why they're completely wet, And which, of course, got them in way more trouble. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back this up, because that, that was the second year we went up to Miramichi. Yep. The first year we went up to Miramichi... Spencer had this plan, and it was a good plan. And we made a lot of money on this plan. <laughs> we did it for years, <laughs> he actually. Went, he went to Smart and Final about a week before we went up to scout camp and bought cases of Hershey's bars, Now and Laters, Skittles, all this candy, Fun dips. and we we sold it to all the other scouts at a discounted rate from what it was at the general store at the camp. There's <laughs> there's one there's one addition to that that you're forgetting about is the fact that every night at camp after the our chaperones would go to bed, we would play poker, and yes. to bet we would bet with candy. Yep, Spencer and I were very good at poker. We would win back the candy that we had sold and resell it. Yeah, I was gonna say and resell it the next day, right? Uh huh. Oh, we triple we, we triple sold a lot of stuff. It was great. So basically, what you're saying is you guys are the reason Spencer got diabetes. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's self-inflicted. I actually blame his first wife for that. Oh that my god! <laughs> what was her name? Heather. Heather. I don't know, man. Spencer and you showing up in the morning in front of the band room <laughs> with your breakfast of like a bag of donuts and a two liter bottle of Mountain Dew. <laughs> I don't know. That just doesn't sound too healthy for me. It sounds like a little too much sugar. Wow. No, like every day. It was not every day. Honestly, it was impressive. It really was impressive. <laughs> Was it like government surplus? Because y'all are Mormons, so you had like 20 kids, right? No, in high school, I did not have 20 kids. I know it's <laughs> no, your parents. Your parents. <laughs> no, that was the Daltons. <laughs> <laughs> but see, um, we had, in, we had um, what we call seminary, which is early morning uh, uh, religious education before school would start. So we'd start that class at six in the morning and days that we get done early or the teachers just wouldn't show up because it, it was just a calling in the church. Well, 
We're already up. Might as well go to Winchell's. Okay, reason 4,761 why I'm not Mormon. <laughs> the early morning or the Winchell's? <laughs> That's no, too damn no early sense. to be talking to God. That's, That's, what it is. That's too early to talk to God. <laughs> we did call it cemetery. I can, tell you, I can tell you this. There were mornings where Spencer used to pick me up when I was a, fre- a freshman in high school. Um, no, it would have been sophomore. No, sophomore, sophomore. Spencer would come pick me up. Spencer and Kimball come pick me up and we go to seminary and we didn't feel like going. So they would get me and then we would go to the church out in Westlake and sit in the parking lot and listen to Sam Kinison talk about <laughs> necrophiliacs. Why am I not surprised by this story? <laughs> now, do you know what Sam Kinison did before he got into comedy? He was a priest or a pastor. Well, he was he? he was studying to be a pastor. Yeah, yeah. I heard Oh, yeah, very. <laughs> yeah. How, how would that sermon is, have sounded? That that would <laughs> have been an interesting walk. Yeah, the whole, oh, oh, and the Lord came and said, whoa, whoa! I mean, come on. <laughs> Maybe was, he was, was Pentecostal. I would believe, yeah, I would say that. <laughs> yeah. Spencer is the reason why I have the music that is part of my life, the comedy that is a part of my life. He really introduced me to all of that stuff. Sam Kinison and um, Robin especially Williams. Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. JLT sitting there at Camp Three Falls listening to Genesis and, and uh, Peter Gabriel. And then he put in Robin Williams and Evening at the Met. Such a Lighter great album. And we lost it. Do you remember the drive back, Kimball? Oh, yeah. Making my dad listen to it in the car <laughs> on the way home. We had fun. Y'all keep referencing Genesis. I'm just going to tell you a very <laughs> quick story that has nothing to do with, with, Phil, with um, Spencer. But my sophomore year in high school, Brady Farron broke up with me at homecoming to Against All Odds. And then the next year, <laughs> junior year, Chuck Lasley broke up with me at Winter Formal to Groovy Kind of Love. So me and Phil Collins, like, not so much. So what is it with you? Getting... Fair, those two songs are not Genesis songs. I, but they're still Phil Collins. Now, what is it with you getting dumped at the dances, though? What's that about? Boys are assholes. <laughs> That's pretty much why. It's, it's, again, it's like reason 3,264 that I'm going to become a nun. I'm just going to, like, re-virginize at the age of, like, 45. Well, what's reason 2,665? Um, that my eighth grade boyfriend, I, he turned gay right after we dated. Jason Ramos. It's the they have 2,000 notches by eighth grade. By the way, my wife walked in just as you were telling that story. She said, what the hell did I just walk into? Is Julie feeling better? Yeah, she is. Thank you. Good. Everybody's feeling better. Oh, we, we, we were sick as death. It was bad. Oh, no. I saw the picture yeah. of your mom posting um, Alex pushing you across the ice today. <laughs> yes. That was, 
So uh, Jennifer, uh, that was it was fun. I pushed her. It's like she goes all the way down the ice. She's trying to push me. She's like digging in and then falling and digging in and then falling. It was fun. So Jennifer, I, I've told the, the joke for years. I got a friend in high school that he broke up with a girl and she went lesbian. I broke up with a girl and she went goth. Which one's worse? Was it Jenna Danta? I don't know who that is. No, Wait, she left the band okay. before Kimball came home. Wait, what? Say that again? Jenna Danta left the band before Kimball came back. I spent my oh, ninth okay. grade. I was in Utah. Was back for in color guard, right? Yeah. It was Kaya, yeah. Kaya's friend, right? Yeah. Kaya yeah. And, and um, Katie Kellogg, the three of them. Uh, that's right. They turned into tree people. <laughs> <laughs> you remember all the goth kids? We called them tree people because they always sat underneath the trees near the bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. To keep, keep the sun off of them to keep the skin white. <laughs> that's hilarious um i think the lesbian is probably worse you can go either way with it it really can um and i don't remember who the girl was i, I remember it was somebody that jason willie had dated i don't know who that is who went you don't know who jason willie is no, no. God. yeah because chili was a freshman our sophomore year who did you date that went goth, Kimball? I thought you were like the virgin fucking Mary in high school. <laughs> um, after high school and college, Erica went goth. Oh, well, yeah, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Erica really goth? I mean, Erica is, at this point, I would call Erica just totally unique. Oh, at this point, yeah. But right after I got married, um, like, like within six months of when I got married, she went total goth. And that's how she ended up meeting her husband was at a, 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 a goth group get-together up in Provo. Isn't he kind of like straight-laced? Oh, he's totally straight-laced now. But when, he met, when they met, he was goth. He rode a motorcycle, wore leather. And it was really weird because um, they came out. They were coming through Utah, um, visiting some friends and whatnot, and stayed at our place like six months before they got married. And after they left, Michelle turns to me and goes, my gosh, that is a goth version of you. <laughs> oh! The, the, I hope she never listens these, to this. I'm gonna get my ass kicked. Today, they think that they invented emo. <laughs> it, we invented it way before them. Hey, I never claimed that. <laughs> hey, let's just talk. Hey, young kids funny today. Thing, funny thing. Funny thing with Erica. Uh, my first day of work when I got back here. Um, I stopped down at the Chevron station down on Moore Park Road, right down from our old church, Kimball. Mm -hmm. And I'm walking in uh, to pay for my gas. And guess who's walking in at the same time? Miss Erica. 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 Yeah, it was the weirdest thing because I did not recognize her. <laughs> <laughs> About two years ago. Oh, no. Not, God, my gosh. It must have been four years ago. Yeah, it was right after... Um, Ethan was born when I was still working for the airline. One weekend I flew out, just messing around Thousand Oaks, and uh, went to uh, went stopped by and said hi to Erica, and my kids got to meet her kids. And she's got a, not a Mastiff, but a, a Great, Great Dane, Dane. A Great Dane and a Shih Tzu. Bread. And we're in their kitchen. Ethan's just a baby crawling around in the kitchen. And it was the funnest thing to watch. The Great Dane was 
terrified of Ethan. So this little baby is crawling up and this you know horse is running away inside a kitchen and keeps getting cornered and trying to stay away from the baby. And it went on for like 20 minutes because we were just laughing so hard we couldn't stop it. That's funny. Must be the smell. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god. Oh man. Uh interesting. Well, hey, I my stories of Spencer are a lot more recent because Spence and I weren't weren't good friends in high school. Um, I mean, we knew each other, but we we didn't we never hung out really unless it was some sort of band related um, thing and um, where I was with band people. But um, but Spence and I became really close friends years later, and Spence really the last um, few years was was really kind of kind of my best friend really, and we talked multiple times a week on the phone and texted every day and um, just not to get too emotional or sentimental, but um, my, my favorite part about Spencer, aside from his absolutely intoxicating humor was, um, was the fact that he was one of the most compassionate people I think I've ever met in my life. And um, the very last text I got from him was um, uh, a few days before he passed. And it was the day after the um, 10 year anniversary of my mother's death, which is always a really hard day for me. It's October 20th. And so on October 21st, he wrote a text to me, which I still have on my phone to this day um, that said, I hope today is better than yesterday and tomorrow is a glimpse of a bright future. Sometimes I wish I could reach through the phone and hug you and tell you in person, it will get better. Remember you're not alone ever. And that is um, the last text I got from Spencer. And then I talked to him um, the, the day that he passed, I had talked to him about four 30 in the afternoon um, when I was in Florida still. And it was, again, it was just a really great conversation. And he made me laugh about something I had, I had posted about some Florida news story or something. And it's nice that I got that memory um, uh, of the last time we spoke, you know, to have that memory of laughing with him and that memory of, of the text of him being so compassionate. And I just, I think that that's just a true testament to what a great guy he, he truly was. One of the things that, that Hiram brought out in, in his eulogy was a lot of people just saw Spencer as, no, no one would say coarse, but just very hard to get to know. And it's because he had been burned so many times by so many people, he put up a big barrier. But once you were inside that barrier, he was extraordinarily compassionate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was. Um, He's also a gigantic pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that you one You don't have to tell those of us who knew him that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I have met 
a bigger pervert in my life than Spencer. <laughs> God. He, he, he was, was a wonderful, was wonderful man, and oh my God, was he a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was safe to go into the family room. <laughs> uh, yeah, Julie kicked me out of the bedroom. She wants to go to bed. My, um, as we're, we're, I guess we're kind of getting to the close of this. My uh, last memory of Spencer, uh, for those of you who are listening to this and don't know really who, know who I am, um, I'm transitioning and from male to female. One of the first people that I told was Spencer a few years back. And he had told me that because he loved me as a person, that none of that mattered. And he would always love me as a brother and as a sister. And it, one of those things that I always regret, he was living in Vegas for a while, um, a number of years back. And I had the chance to go to Vegas and meet Def Leppard with one of the bands that I was playing, Fast Machine, Pete. Oh, lordy. Yeah, good old Gary. <laughs> oh, lord. Um, and we were in Vegas, and I had been in touch with him, and then he invited me over, and I bailed on him. And that was the last opportunity that I ever had to see him again. And when Pete had the day that, that Spence died, Pete called me to have me call you, Kimball, and I called mm -hmm. you and you told me the whole thing. And the first thing that went through my mind was why did I go to the roulette wheel instead of going to see my best friend? And um, that's kind of been with me since his passing and but Spence was the best big brother that anybody could ever have. And I envy you, Kimball, because he was your big brother, but he also treated me like he was my, my big brother. Yeah. So. yeah. The last couple of years. Still a pervert. <laughs> it's still a pervert. <laughs> Uh, amen to that. Uh, it ruins the moment, buddy. <laughs> in the name of Christ, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, husband and pervert. <laughs> that is one thing I was thankful for that we that we continued on with the podcast even once uh, Hiram got too busy and then lost interest because it just guaranteed at least one night a week I'd get to go and screw around with my brother. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I for anybody who's, who's actually listened through that, I. I do apologize, but at least we had fun. Yeah, it's, oh, uh, it was hey. I used to I used to take my um, my tablet down by the pool in Florida and sit by the pool and um, tan and stuff, listening to your podcast. Which I have to tell you, Spencer loved the idea of knowing that I was sitting by the pool listening to the podcast again, pointing out what a pervert he was. <laughs> but um, but. 
Yeah, I I used to listen every every time you guys would would do a show, and I just, I just remember laugh like I don't know if the people at the pool thought it was funny or not, but I didn't really care because I was laughing my ass off like the whole time. Well, at the very least, your neighbors thought he was a pervert too. Well, <laughs> true, <laughs> very true. What is that woman listening to? <laughs> Who are these people? Well, it's all about context, I would think. <laughs> I just like the idea of some random people in Florida think, wondering how she found two strangers in Utah and why she's <laughs> listening to them. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, you guys want to join in on this? This is a Mormon podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it works. <laughs> oh. Kimball, I can't, I can't remember, but if you can, um, fantastic. Uh, there was one episode, I want to say it was the ninth one. There was something you, I can't even remember what you guys were talking about, but you, you literally, you and Hiram and Spencer were, there was no talking or dialogue for like a good 15 minutes because you guys could not stop laughing. And the second that someone would try and say something, they just start laughing again and you wouldn't stop. Do you remember what was, what you guys were talking about when that happened? Um, I'm, I'm trying to get into the website right now. Cause on most of those, I've got write-ups of it, but whenever it got quiet like that, where, you know, we, we just couldn't really talk. It's actually because, and this is a, a stupid Willard trait is because we actually were were laughing so hard we were crying. Yeah, there was there was like wheezing, like you could hear that that sort of dry heaving sound. I think off the top of my head, I know I, I know what you're talking about. Um, Hiram was talking about my grandpa, um, Kimball's dad, about uh, him working at an old folks' home, and just the the most brutal stories of. The crazy nutty people in that godforsaken place. But, yeah, I honestly, I, I honestly can't remember because I just remember you guys were laughing so hard and it just went on and on and on. And I remember yelling at my tablet. I was like, "Guys, pull it together! Pull it together already!" <laughs> because we're so professional. Get on with this. it. Change the subject. I wish I could remember what you guys were talking about because it was really, really funny. So and you're, you're yelling at your table by the swimming pool. To what now? Yelling at your tablet while you're sitting by the swimming pool. <laughs> listen to, listen to a like, pervert oh, from Utah. The lady's back. <laughs> now she's yelling at the electronics. That's all right. Most of my neighbors were elderly, so they probably couldn't hear what I was listening to anyway. <laughs> so here's the description on the website from episode nine. Valentine, Valentine's Day spanking a moisturizer, moisturizer letter. Hiram's bad bowel movement, PS4, horror films versus porn, Star Wars 7, announcements, news commentary, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Jesse Jackson Jr.'s guilty pleasures, Michael Jackson, Nut the Polar Bear, funny and not funny woman, sitcoms, research and research grants, the effect of Doctor Who on young people, Star Trek DS9, Jewish centaurs, uncomfortable moments and racism, uh, reservations at Disney. How long was that podcast? <laughs> What's that? 
Reservations <laughs> at Denny's. That one's for for Jeremy. Asian Hookers, Coca Cola, Oscar Pistorius, Spencer's Out of Work Again, Football, Celine Dion, Shapely at Wal. Oh, it was Shapely at Walmart. Oh, Shapely at yes! Walmart. Yes, that was it. <laughs> Talking, to, talking about the pliglets. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to that. that is Episode 9. Walmart one. Oh, God. And then it finishes out with Hitler in Argentina, uh, Cotillion, sci-fi TV shows and films, 18 locations, two soon jokes, and ending with MacGyver. Yeah, the, the horror films and porn was a good one. Sorry, what was that, Pete? It's all in one podcast? Our podcast usually went for two hours. I mean, right now we're seeing an hour and a half in. Yeah, but damn. <laughs> and the thing is, we had no script. We were, it was just whatever came to mind. Whoa, 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 whoa. broken. <laughs> oh, duh. Oh, Pete, don't Pete. we know. Pete. Yo. Kimball. Yes. Hiram. Spencer. Southern Utah. Do the math. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, they talked a lot about porn. <laughs> <laughs> and hookers <laughs> because it's so prevalent in their area I told you Spencer's a pervert <laughs> well if Florida is is God's graveyard uh, St. George's is a close second well it's like um, when Jennifer w- was jokingly questioning whether we talked about sexual content on the podcast, I directed her to episode 49 and the Joe Namath Malibu statue um, Hiram described. Yeah. Which oh, um, I, re- I recommend watching that, listening to the end of that one as well. Uh, yeah. Sorry to sorry to stick my toe in on this one. Um, Kimball, you guys are about to get new neighbors up there in St. George. Your parents? The Bagbees. Oh, hell. Which one? Senior? <laughs> <laughs> Not Larry Mom Jr. Dad. Ah. Mom and dad. Oh, makes me, make, God, that was funny. Makes me glad I don't do gigs anymore. Oh. Which be? The Sen- elder? Senior. Yeah, they, they sold their house and they were having an estate sale today. <laughs> it's a garage sale. They're not dead. <laughs> And, well, and, I don't know. I and don't they're know. not the Rockefellers either. I don't know why anybody calls it an estate sale. I, I mean, I get it, but it's. That's what stupid. you call it when the person's dead. Th- thanks for clarifying that, Kimball. I'm, Honestly, there's a lot like of old garage here. sales. Garage sales out here, they will put estate sale just so more people will come and buy their crap. Oh, right. I don't doubt it. Because yeah. they have grandma's, um, you know console table from the 1930s and so it's it's old and vintage so it's called an estate sale exactly well i don't know they were, probably selling, they were probably selling off nancy bagby's plastic surgery failures oh <laughs> harsh well once i get that, up nick that was that was that was wow that was Once I get up here, yeah. if Larry asks me to bring up a sound system that he can jack in an accordion with a MIDI interface, I'm going to say no. I'm just putting my foot down. Wait a minute. Is there really such a thing? Oh, yes. Yes, there is. And I've done a gig oh, with a guy. I must have one. He had one. <laughs> he had one. You could do this really great electric guitar sound out of his accordion, which is so wrong on so many levels. Oh, but so right. <laughs> 
<laughs> you do know that Hiram learned to play the accordion just to piss people off. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dedication right there. That's hilarious. <laughs> Hey, that's no, that's no less worse, Pete, than when you had that that mute for your trumpet that had a mic in it, and we ran it through a just a, a boss distortion panel. Oh, that's right, my um, my Yamaha Silent Brass. Yeah. And I begged you to do a guitar solo with your trumpet <laughs> at a gig. Oh, thank God I never did that. One of the last years I was. Uh, one of the last years, I was in hey, Kimball, sorry, I have a question for you, real quick. Yep. Um, did Spencer have it in his will what you needed to do with his um, computer so nobody would find his porn collection? <laughs> <laughs> it, there was nothing in his will, but I've got both his computer and his server <clears throat> sitting at my house. You haven't gone through his picture. Yeah, that browser history, buddy. I haven't yet. I haven't Don't had the guts. Okay, well, if you come door. across if you come across one with my name on it, just don't open that one. Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm thinking image drops for Happy Valley Speakeasy's website. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna run away with Shayna anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm giving the whole thing up at this point. Well, here's um, I went on a date last night. Did, did he have the Did he have a swastika on on his left <laughs> pectoral muscle? Or the guy no. with, with with the tattoo? That was my of, date. That post. Or the guy with the ta- the tattoo of the of the Dixie um, flag on his forehead? Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she could have been Spencer's twin sister. Was she Harry? Not in the physical sense, <laughs> but in the... <laughs> not in I the physical sense. I don't even sense. want to picture that. <laughs> Bleach! Bleach! <laughs> but mannerisms... See, Jennifer, this is when the tears start, and you can't really <laughs> breathe. The only thing is, is she's six five. Oh my Jesus! Damn. Oh, so she's more like Dad. <laughs> oh God! Did it? Did he? Did she look like Louis Anderson from that show? <laughs> okay, I didn't invite this. But okay. <laughs> My friend, you just open the door. We walk through. Yes. It's like you don't even know us. <laughs> no, I know you. That's why I was waiting for the end to bring this up. <laughs> no, but we um we went and saw Pirates last night, and was that not a great film? It sucked. Seriously. It's a sequel of a sequel of a sequel of a sequel. But they See, got... and I immediately thought Pirates of Penzance. <laughs> I don't know how much to say. <laughs> tell you my brain. No, we're not going to yeah, see Gilbert Mark Sullivan here. <laughs> but I remember 
going to movies with Kimball and Spencer and and just all through high school. And if I was sitting next to Spencer, if something would come up, he'd lean over and go, "Hey, you, you know, you know." She kept doing that. <laughs> I was like, um, sh- I'm trying to watch this. <laughs> but mannerisms, humor, the way she talks. She's not bald, thank God. <laughs> That'll wear a good way. Harry, I hope. <laughs> she has hair down to her ass. She's 6'5". She has hair down to her ass. Are you sure that was from her head or was it the back hair? <laughs> no, it was from her head. It was a weave. <laughs> she had in a ponytail. Uh, but it was, I don't know, le- leading up to this tonight, it was, I was like, oh my God, I'm, I went on a date with the female version of Spencer. And it was like the most surreal and weird thing that it's ever happened in my life. So you're going out with her again tomorrow, right? No, I'm preparing a meal tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, um, it was it was weird and it was cool because I felt like I was having a conversation with Spencer. And if I hadn't gone on the date with her, then I would have missed this call tonight because I totally forgot about it. <laughs> See, you know, I here's the calendar weird. app in your phone, man. See, the thing here is, is that if you keep, if you continue to continue, if you continue to continue, <laughs> if you continue dating her, then, and she reminds you physically and everything else as Spencer. That does that concern anyone else? <laughs> I don't Are think you- he said physically. <laughs> Um, I mean, we're implying it's physically. He said it was a female version of Spencer. Um, What would that be called? Um, I don't know. It's definitely not an Oedipus complex. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going down the line. So, like, patricide, like, you you know, patrophilia. Yeah, what's what's the thing called when you're in love with your brother? Incest? What? You realize how much fun psychologists would have with this, though. <laughs> are you kidding? I bet you there's certain colleges that are actually using your old episodes. <laughs> and you know that yeah. Mar- that Maury is just salivating trying to get get Nick and the, this girl on his next episode. Oh my god! Oh my lord! Like, it's just so <laughs> wrong. It's just so wrong. It in that to... uncomfortable moment of silence. No, I was just it, it. It was funny to me when you guys would do the podcast when I would sit there and I would listen to it because I always was so shocked by how much stuff you guys didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all would talk about I was shit. Shocked by your ignorance. <laughs> My hell, you're a dumbass. <laughs> Like you guys would talk about something so matter of factly, and and one of you wouldn't know the word for it. Like we were just trying to come up with what the word for being in love with your brother is, but it was something <laughs> way more obvious than that. And one of you 
you guys would say, what's that word? And like you or Hiram would answer Spencer with the word. And you all three of you would just be in agreement that that was definitely the word. Yeah, that's the word. And I would be sitting there going, that's not the fucking word. That's like <laughs> totally not even what you're talking about, you idiot. Oh, God. As long as the three stooges agreed <laughs> that whatever they were, as long as you guys knew what you were talking about. No one else did, but, you know. <laughs> that place where they put the airplanes, yeah, the, a barn. Yeah, a barn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As long as you're sure about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pete, I have to correct that. Knowing Spencer, it wouldn't be a barn, it'd be a colon. <laughs> oh my god i used to wish that your podcasts were live because i wanted to call in and go yeah that last segment you guys are a bunch of fucking idiots that's totally <laughs> not what that was oh we they knew they knew <laughs> <laughs> yeah why didn't you guys ever do it live that would have been great well, yeah live call in we we're seriously toying with the idea of trying to do a, do it live over video. And unfortunately, YouTube hadn't come up with their live streaming option yet. Because to me, that... No, would... thankfully, they didn't come up with <laughs> yeah. it then. <laughs> the <laughs> wisdom <laughs> of Jeremy Willard, thank it, you very it much. Would, it would have been very, very screwed up, but we would have had fun. Right. Right. And that's really, you know, and that explains why we had the tens of tens of people who listened to our, our podcast. It was about <laughs> us having fun. <clears throat> I used to, you guys said one time on one of your podcasts, um, you were talking about how many countries were represented in listening to you. Which was way screwed up. And I used really? to, I used to seriously question where you got that documentation. From uh, the, the, all of the, the, the website and all of the podcasts are hosted on a service I have in, in LA. And I, there's logs I can get into that show where people are coming in from to listen to stuff. And that's where I got the information from. Did, what, wasn't it, what country was it that you had your largest audience? Oh, I know we had a, quite a bit in Iran, which really scared the hell out of me. That's what, that's what it was. It was, there was a, it was a bunch in Iran. I was like, no wonder they want to blow us up. <laughs> Fuck Washington, D.C. We're going to bomb St. George. Ma Manchester, I am sorry. It's my fault. Yeah, yeah we go, we're going to go to St. George first, and that takes kind of half the problem. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. What are, you saying? what are you saying, Jeremy? That was too soon? Give it like another three days. <laughs> hey, listen. Wait till she goes back on tour. My cousin and my aunt live in Manchester. Uh. So, you watch it, Jeremy. It wasn't him. <laughs> it was Kimball. I mean, I have a joke about it. It's just... <laughs> it's just saving that one. I'm saving it for a few days. No. No. Hey, did y'all watch that Dirty Dancing crap on Wednesday? Oh my god, we watched like about 15 seconds before Julie's like, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off! <laughs> Jen, I don't need to watch anything like that because all I have to do is follow your Facebook posts. <laughs> it was so horrible. It was the worst piece of trash I've ever... I can't even... I just can't even. 
I can't even. It's, it was so it was so bad. It was so bad. Well, I know Twitter had a field day with it afterwards. Oh yeah, Twitter. Twitter was blo- like Twitter imploded the interwebs during the, that broadcast. Now the question was: Was it? Did they just completely fail because they were horrible at it, or was it an intentional train wreck, kind of like Sharknado, just trying to get the attention? I don't think it was an intentional train wreck. I think they actually thought they were putting out a good show. That's sad. what they had in the movie and made it worse. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it was it was multiple reasons. I mean, they they tried to delve more into the sort of subplots instead of just telling the story of baby and her family going to summer camp and uh, her falling in love with Johnny and it ends with a big dance. The end. Like they tried to, they start, they tried to talk about the sexual oppression that the mother felt and what was happening with the relationship with the, with the parents. They made the <laughs> sister a likable character instead of the conceited bitch that she was in the original. They made, they, they talked more about female empowerment and how baby was like this, you know, sort of feminist on a soapbox. They, I mean, they did like all this weird stuff that really distracted from the whole principle, the whole plot line of the movie. I mean, it was just, it was completely ridiculous. That and the fact that Abigail Breslin and what's his name that played Johnny Castle had absolutely no chemistry whatsoever. I mean, it was like, it was almost like they didn't, it's almost like they were brother and sister and somebody was forcing them to make out on screen. <laughs> well, what's that word again? Incest. There it is. <laughs> right back around. I mean, you really thought this out. I mean, it, yeah. it's a little disturbing how much you've thought this out, Jen. I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> they took a good storyline. Well, I know. A movie. And they fucked it up. They tried to make it into something that it wasn't. It was a fun love story, and they turned it into this deeper crap for women of empowerment, which was not necessary because women were already pretty empowered by it because, you know, she got the hot guy. (laughs) (laughs) She got the hot guy. Here you go. Plus, they called it a musical, and half the songs were done by other people. That was, like, incidental music in the background. Unlike, you know... Well, it's not a musical to begin with. No, it's not. It was a movie that had some cool old tunes in it, but it wasn't a musical. But then they put new stuff in it, and then they had like they had uh, the the trampy um, the trampy woman that Johnny goes to visit and 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 has sex with. They had her, Katie Segal. They had her sing uh, "Fever." That wasn't. I mean, I don't even know what the point of that was. Fever. The song "Fever." Like, she gives me fever, that one? Yeah, that song. Wow. <laughs> and then they had Deborah Messing sing a song, the mom sing a song. And in, like, a totally random scene that had nothing to do with anything except I guess that they just wanted to justify how much they were paying Katie Seagal and Deborah Messing by giving them bigger parts. <laughs> I think they're it trying to ride, ride that popularity of Grease live. Oh. That was pretty that terrible. That was horrible, too. Well, Grease is a terrible show to start with. 
Oh, come on. No. Yes. Yes. No, it's oh. not. It's a classic. Grease 2 is even better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That phrase has never been spoken by anybody ever. Are you kidding? It's got Cool Rider. It's got Girl for All Seasons. It's a classic. That's like it's saying Ish Star we're going to ball tonight. We're going to rock. We're going to roll. We're going to pop. I know the whole freaking movie. Holy Jesus, she knows the lyrics. <laughs> so, Jennifer, you got me curious because I haven't logged in for a while to look at the stats. And this is really scaring me that in the last month, the most downloads, which are still happening on Happy Valley, even though we haven't done anything in a year and a half, is from Germany. I feel like Hasselhoff. <laughs> That's awesome. When they're not watching so porn, you're on the ground eating a hamburger. Is that what's happening with you right now? Well, gotta get drunk first. Yeah. <laughs> no, probably. I Kimble. think that's awesome. The hop is cool. <laughs> you know what that probably is, Kimball? Why Germany is up in the numbers? Why is that? Because they're googling porn, and they see Spencer's name come up. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> And Nick slapped us. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Because the Germans are known for their humor, you know. <laughs> Jawohl. <laughs> Hi, my, my family. <laughs> they need a schnitzel, and they need it now. Oh, my God, Pete, you just reminded me of Jamie Lee Curtis in Trading Places, <laughs> where she's like, can you help me with my hook stuff? And he's like, but you're wearing later <laughs> I just want to record off and have handy at any given time you saying, Peter, you just remind me of Jamie Lee Curtis. I just want, I want that's, that one clip. That's going <laughs> to. And that's not the first time somebody said that to me. In blue steel. Now it's on record. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis in blue steel. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> Keep it down, Peter. Keep it down. I need a beer. <laughs> I need more rum. Why is the rum gone? Because I drink it all. Well, I think it's. I think it's about time to call in that, guys. Oh, yeah. look, at yawning. I know. What is it, like 10 We're on a Saturday? How old are you, Jeremy? 20. Dude, 10 on a Saturday on a holiday weekend. What? Come what on. 11 in our time zone. Yeah. And I've been working all day. The Mormon lifestyle. Wow. You must not have a lot of friends. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> And the hits keep on rolling. Yeah. He's a state over doing work for the summer. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Abuse comes from all around. You <laughs> didn't even know her. <laughs> it's cold right now. All right, Kimball. Well, this has been fun. Well, here's the scary we, question. Do we want to do this again sometime? I'm, yeah. I'm fully into that. <laughs> I'd love to. Hilarious. Fun. There's too much wrong happening not to do it again. Yeah. 
Okay, if we are going to do this, Jennifer, I got I'm I I am going to require you to bring in some news items from Florida. Going to leave that All to right. you. I'd like to see that, that bit keep going, and I'll of course find my screwed up news stories as well. Uh-huh. And we'll we'll talk. We'll, we'll all chat this week and figure out when we can can um, get together again. I, I would also suggest an online dating segment. Oh yeah, with your stories. Oh yeah. Yeah. In fact, yeah, actually, before that, before we leave out, tell us the story that you were talking about online with um, the guy you met at the bar, or you know, that you met online and then you met at a bar and. He bailed. Oh, and he left? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that on Facebook. What a douchebag. See, God. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Who does that? I mean, it's just... All right. So I met this guy online, and we exchanged pictures and numbers and all that kind of stuff. And we texted for a few days, and we agreed to meet out um, at now, this pub. Now, did uh, you actually here. send your picture? That's the first question. Yeah, of course. Kimball. <laughs> I, I hot why wouldn't I send my picture so I uh I so we sent pictures and so we met at this pub and he came in and we gave each other a quick hug and he sat down next to me he ordered a beer we were talking for like just a second I think he had like two sips of his beer and then he said um he said well hang on a second I need need to use the restroom I just came from work and I said okay no problem I'll I'll be here and he got up and he went to the restroom and I never saw him again. He just left. Left me sitting at the bar. Left me to pay for his fucking beer, by the way. And just left. And then when I like texted him to be like, okay, dude, seriously, obviously we're not going out again, but can you just at least tell me why the fuck you're so rude? And he just, he wouldn't even respond. And I was like, you know what? What a freaking coward. I mean, honestly, if you're going to go out with somebody, even if you don't like them or it's not what you think or whatever, the least you could do is sit there and chat with them for a half an hour or 45 minutes or whatever. And who knows? We may have still gotten along and had something in common to talk about as friends. I mean, you don't just... Who does that? Well, yeah. I mean, when I was in college, I I met this girl, asked her out to to do dinner. Wow, Nick. Jen, okay. I have I have to say that you actually inspired me the other day when you posted that story. <laughs> so, oh, I haven't done that in a while. I should do that again. <laughs> yep. That's horrible. Oh man. At least he's not a pedophile. <laughs> wow. Sure. That, that's a, there's that. <laughs> I guess there's always that, right? Well, yeah. it was, it was, was it's not as good as, it's not as good as the guy that I met online and we got, a, this is the terrifying thing. We actually got along really well and we were talking for like two or three hours on the phone and then he sent me a picture through a text message and the picture shows like six different pictures of him and his chest and he's got a big old swastika on his left <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. And I was like, oh, that's a hell no for me. Well, maybe he's Hindu. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he's ancient Christian. Maybe he's going to chop me up into little pieces and leave me in his Montana militia barn. I don't know. Well, at least there's options. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. 
Boy, I can't, I can't even imagine what. I can't even imagine what he would have done if he had found out I've dated black guys before. <laughs> <laughs> Made you wear blue, uh, blue contacts and bleached your hair? <laughs> man, oh man. But it would have been a fun conversation. I feel uh, American History X Part 2 coming up. Oh, You know, you know what was shocking? Um, to me, was how freaking hot I thought Ed Norton was in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear, he was covered with in with or without the hair, without the hair and all the tats and playing basketball. I was like, damn, he got hot. And and I had Racist. to I, I had to bypass the entire fact that he was like the most gigantic bigot. In the movie, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." Other than the whole like racial thing, uh, he looked good. <laughs> of course, knowing I Ed Norton, that yeah. knowing Ed Norton, that was probably intentional to create that conflict. Right, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. Anyway, yeah, many more, many more online dating stories to come. Well, and I'm sure I will have some to share too, as I am sticking my toe into that pool again. Yeah, let us know how it goes with Grimace. <laughs> you mean the Jolly Green Giant? <laughs> no, I need to take that back because she might end up listening to this and I don't want to make her mad because, well, I'm 6'2", she's 6'5". <laughs> post it. We'll post edit that out. Oh yeah, um, I'm sure I will. <laughs> yeah, she's German. You may want to edit some of this. <laughs> I don't know. That's interesting because I prefer dating guys that are taller than I am by a good bit. Like, I can't date a guy. I, that's why I don't date Mexicans. Not because I don't like Mexicans, but they're usually like 5'7 and I'm 5'8. <laughs> and if I can see the top of your head, it's like a no-go for me. It's a deal breaker. Especially if their head looks like mine. <laughs> And you really need to wear the sunglasses at night. <laughs> I just, I don't do the short dudes. Oh, lordy. How tall are you? 5'8". Oh. It's, I mean, I'm not exceedingly tall, but I'm, I'm taller than most, most women, average height women. Most women are, I think average height for a woman is 5'4". Something like that. Something like that. I think Julie's 5'4". Yeah. yeah. I can't remember her name, but, um, Sophomore or junior year, I took a, a, a girl to, to winter formal because I I just been dumped and her boyfriend didn't want to go. He was already graduated, and she was my height. But then when we went to the dance, she wore heels. It was just a little bit weird because I didn't expect her to be taller than me at the dance. This was who was that? I can't remember her name now. I can picture her face because she wasn't in band, she wasn't in choir, uh, but she was in our class. Did you break up with her to Phil Collins? <laughs> well, we didn't actually date. Like I said, she had Might a boyfriend. Might have been me. <laughs> she had a boyfriend. The weird part is her boyfriend showed up to the dance, even though he didn't want to go to the dance. He showed up at the dance because he was friends with the DJ. It was just really weird and uncomfortable. And he had graduated? Yeah. So he, he went back to his old high school dance. Yeah. But not with his girlfriend as a date. He just showed up talking to, uh, hanging out with the DJs that were his friends. Dude, that's just creepy. Was that Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 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 Oh, man.
Yes, it was. All right, all right, all right. All right. All right. All right. I believe that we can get into those stories in a, in another episode of this. I'm sure. Because yes. I have one that I want to share about what a couple of me, Jennifer, um, Udell, Rebecca Diesterhoff, and Matt Chaddock did to Pete. What did you, which? Which thing? Which thing, asshole? I know. I have early onset Alzheimer's. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I believe it was our junior, uh, senior year in high school. It was homecoming dance. Oh! <laughs> I know this one. Has to do with crank calls and knocking on windows while um, Peter and, and his girlfriend... And, and me calling the police in the end. Yes, that was a lovely <laughs> night. Thank you. I seriously have I have no recollection of this. You weren't there. It was no. a we'll, we'll save that for the next time. But oh yes, this is this is a good story. All right, awesome. Can't wait. So Jennifer, Teaser. Jennifer, the the phrase is I can neither confirm nor deny. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. But by the advice of my lawyer, I think <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Ollie North. I have no recollection of the events you are describing. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Well, with that, the with that, I'm going to play us out with one of Spencer's favorite tunes. A little funky. Always the black music. <laughs> Actually, um, Jeremy, the name of the band is Average White Band. No, but like it's crazy. No, it's like every single outro or intro by Spencer. Yeah, usually was like the most solely. Yeah, it was usually like black gospel stuff. Hashtag parent fail. <laughs> Imagine that actual chord changes with melodies, counterpart, and harmony. <laughs> now, I'm just gonna say God bless you, Spencer, and go Preds in the Stanley Cup. Damn straight. <laughs> Good night, all.